Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Katie. This is our podcast. And it's about manifesting all of our dreams. We call it something less cliche. Hello from sunny Florida. It's a beautiful day. We're pushing 85 degrees and it's pretty nice for February. 85 degrees and the next 10 day forecast has 80s every single day. Got a lot of different things going on. Got my first big BFL tournament tomorrow. Whoop, whoop. Got the meeting and registration tonight. Looking forward to that. He is going to do awesome, everyone. Earlier this week, I caught one that was almost nine pounds. It was eight and three quarters. Really nice, healthy fish as well as many four pounders and, and, uh, and huh. bigger ones. So. Wait, 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 wait. Let's stop. Hold up. How big was that fish that you caught? Almost nine pounds. Nine pounds. He has a picture. It's on the Instagram, too. If you don't believe it, you got to go and see it. It's not it. the best picture ever because I fish alone all the time, but you can basically see that the fish is the size of my torso, and if you know <laughs> me, you know I'm six foot six, and I got a pretty big torso. Yeah, and he has a... He, this was smart. It was smart to take a picture of the... Um, um, uh, oh, the scale? The scale, yeah. The scale wasn't locked in when I took the picture, but it still showed that it was over 8, so. Yeah, it like says 8.75 or something like that, so uh, mm -hmm. that's a pretty big fish, almost 9 pounds. Almost 9 pounds, I just need one like that, plus uh, all them 4-pounders, and I'll be cashing a big check tomorrow. Was that the biggest fish you ever caught? Bass, yes. Yeah, the biggest bass. Yeah, the yeah, biggest bass. we've caught bigger, like, sharks and yeah. stuff. And I mean, I've caught, uh, in Wisconsin, my biggest largemouth was about 7. And I've caught smallmouth, the uh, biggest smallmouth I got was 6.12 in a tournament. So, yeah, cool. Yeah, almost nine pounder. Yeah, so I'm going to catch more tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It's been a pretty busy week, though, otherwise. I mean, we've been doing a lot of fishing, <laughs> a lot of... Um, building yoga practices and businesses and yeah. all that stuff. Yep, absolutely. It's big. You know, we're in the middle of like doing a lot of advertising stuff right now, letting people know that you're out there. And that's been, you know, kind of, you know, we have all the, um, you know, the, the different things we're ready to offer, but you have to advertise in order to let people know that you're here. And so that's really um, the focus has been really just getting things out there and getting things advertised and figuring out the best way to do that. And Katie's learned a ton about Facebook yeah. advertising and internet mm -hmm. advertising and different ways to approach it and all that stuff's really becoming key and helpful. So it's really working out. Yeah. Well, it's, it's starting. It's coming together. It's, it's going to work out, it's, but you got to build it first. <laughs> exactly. That's the, that's kind of where we're at right now. I, I have learned a lot about it this week and a lot about um, basically I hadn't done very much Facebook marketing before. All of my previous marketing experience was totally kind of different and not internet company based and so this was really um i kind of we got a i got a um a little course that really takes you through and explains it. and yeah turns out i i the only facebook marketing i had done before was for kind tribe yoga classes last year i had done some and yeah it turns out i was doing them all wrong <laughs> well there are better ways to do that for sure and so that was um it's been really interesting to see and and I can see where it is, um, where we're headed. I feel like I have a really, we have a really good direction now on just reaching people. And that's really what marketing and is all about. You know, we have these great things to offer and it's just, it's just reaching people who, um, who are waiting for them because there are people who are waiting for them. Yeah. You got to get it out there and go with it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So it is, it is slowly getting out there and we will, we will see 
there's but there are struggles at the same time. We kind of yeah. had a not the best Wednesday and Thursday this week. Yeah, the Wednesday afternoon we got kind of thrown off, and uh, it and bled into Thursday. It bled into Thursday. Thursday was rough. I we feel- tried to do a podcast on Wednesdays. It was <laughs> no, unsuccessful. Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, we tried Thursday. To do, yeah. It turned into an argue cast. Yes, I. No, you were right. I'm sorry. It was Wednesday. I know I'm right. I usually am. <laughs> <laughs> Except when he's not. But, okay, so yeah, it was funny because we were on Wednesday afternoon. I was trying to pretend like, oh, no, everything's fine, not bothering me, blah, blah, blah. And so then we sit down to do a podcast and we stopped and restarted like 18 times. And oh, seven minutes in each time. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Some of the time. And sometimes like, it's only a couple seconds. And I was the worst during it. Like, I actually, because I was the one, Josh was sat down and he was, like, having fun and everything and, like, cracking Too much jokes. fun. Yeah, cracking too much jokes. fun. Burping into the microphone. What's my problem? Yeah, do you guys want to hear burps? I don't think so. It's not that kind I, of podcast. I, this I, isn't the Jason Ellis show, even if you want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. if, if I'm like, not Jason Ellis and Katie's not Michael Tolley. If, like, 20 of you all write it. In and say you want this to be like the Jason Ellis show. I guess we'll have to take it there, but I don't think we're. Going I'm excited. To. Please write in. <laughs> Let me take it there. <laughs> Everyone else listening is like, who the heck is the Jason Ellis? Get serious XM 103. Tune in. I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> oh, Katie loves it. Yeah. So anyway, we're like trying to record this podcast. Josh is having a great time to begin with, and I'm just the worst and like being like, no, delete, no, delete, no, delete. And normally we don't do that. Like right now, this is we've like just. We just talk, you know, and clearly. There's not a clear plan or anything. Yeah, and so eventually, shockingly, somebody's patience runs out and we don't do the podcast. No more podcast for the day. (laughs) So then we tried. (laughs) We really tried. And we're just, I'm just kind of cranky at each other. We're like, okay, now it's time for a fishing meditation. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the beginning of the meditations, people ask what your problems are. Well, <laughs> Katie was my problem, and she's the one administrating the meditation. So it's really hard to be like, well, it's actually you. You're the problem. <laughs> no, you said it. Like, we got there. <laughs> then we decided it wasn't good for meditation time either. So we didn't do that either. We didn't do that either. And and Thursday felt very, like, just off. Like, it's funny. Um, there's this phrase that gets um, kind of thrown around a lot. Some, um, and kind Chicken of, and grits. That's what I'm talking about. Chicken and grits. That's the phrase. And I really felt it. No. <laughs> The phrase um, in alignment and out of alignment, and it's like a it's a yoga theme, but then it's also like in manifesting chiropractors, and chiropractors as well. However, in like you know, in flow and everything, I felt this this week like really a lot. Like I felt because before the thing happened on Wednesday, I, um, it was yeah. Before it happened on Wednesday, like, we were really in the flow. Both of us were just, like, really, like, in tune with what needed to be done, really excited about it, feeling good, and then, like, this thing happened, and we tried it, you know, like, play it off, whatever, and then and then eventually it just didn't. You know, sometimes things, they just happen, and they catch up with you, and you're just, like, you know, you just got to almost, you just have to feel it, I mean, what it is, but, like, yeah, I got out of alignment, and I, I think Josh did too, or whatever. He wouldn't call it necessarily that, but like we got out of the flow, and like Thursday was a lot of like just trying to get back there. Pity parties for both. Of us. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah, like you know, like when you're having a pity party for yourself, it's like you don't feel good. You're not like 
it, it's just really hard to like get back there. And um, yeah, so that's what Thursday was like. And we went, we, we both decided just to like, kind of just do it. You know, you like, you just keep on live with the emotions it. and try to get through them. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's also a lot about like letting go. I posted on this on my Facebook live this morning about like, like letting go seems like such a, uh, such a term that should be easy. You know, like when you say yeah, it to it people, you're like, oh, yeah, just let that go. Oh, yeah, like we just have to let that go. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and I think it comes from like the idea of like when you're holding something and you let it go and yeah, just, just go. Drop it, you you know? just drop it. It's no big deal. And drop it. Like that's another. But like actually letting go of, you know, things in the in the past or stories that you tell yourself or emotions that mean, you know, that, that are meaningful to you, that's, that's not just something that drops you know and that's um that's really it's really an active process and so letting go and letting be having that become an active process um and and just continually tell you know working towards that towards that letting it go and it but accepting at the same time that um yeah i am committing to letting this go right now however it's not all the way gone yeah, I I truly am upset about this, and you got to work through it, and it's not yeah it's not simple sometimes. Yeah, and and it's easy, um, and this was happening some of on Thursday and Wednesday Wednesday evening especially. I was so frustrated with the fact that it was still bothering me. You know, it was like that I wasn't able to just let this go, and that it was so frustrated with the fact that like it it was just like really affecting me. And well, frustrated about being frustrated is like yeah. how you get in the ruts and how you get in the funks because you're sitting around and you're like, Oh, I'm so upset. I, I didn't, I'm upset about being upset. And it's just like a continual cyclical process of just constantly upset that you're upset. What am I upset about? I'm upset about this. And then it's just a constant repeat and you got to snap out of it, which is entirely hard to do some days. Hard to do or some two days. days or two days, you know. And so, and so it's like that having those. Yeah, exactly. And then and then really feeling better, I think, just starts, like, just from, like, knowing that, yeah, it feels like crap right now, but, like, I know that I will feel better. I know that I will be able to let this go. I know that I'm going to come out the other side and, and, and that this won't have power over me anymore. And so, like, like just accepting and, and finding uh, that element of faith in, in ourselves and that um, we're going to get there. That's, I think... Faith was even a trigger word. Yeah. Well, it wasn't For the trigger. past two we days. We had a discussion. It was word. a discussion. Yeah, we had a big discussion what does it really about it mean? yesterday. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a talk for another time. Yeah, I think so. For me, I guess the best way I get over it is like, is mainly before I go to bed, I really have to focus on uh, knowing that the next day is going to be a new day, and I just got to try to get a fresh mind when I go to sleep. That way I can sleep good and wake up with a fresh start. And usually this works out pretty good, except Thursday I woke up on the wrong side, um, still from the, the troubles on Wednesday, and tried it again on Thursday night, and it worked out much better yeah. for me. And I woke up with a, a new attitude on Friday, and I think the biggest thing to remember is everybody gets in ruts and everybody has bad days, but what really separates people from each other is how quickly you can get out of those ruts and how quickly you can recover. Um, the faster you recover, the more successful, in my mind, you'll be because mm -hmm. you'll be able to handle those harder tasks and you won't be daunted by your frustrations. Yep. And, and like you can really set yourself up 
in ways to um, to come out of those faster. Like I think we. I think, you know, it took us, we took a day and we still did stuff, you know, it's not like we just sat around and we, all we wanted to do was just sit around and like do nothing. However, we still did things. We just weren't particularly overjoyed at doing any of no, the things. You know, the, washed the boat and vacuumed it and yeah, got I, other kind of bureaucracy things done and stuff. And, <laughs> bureaucracy. But like, Advertising, so it's still marketing stuff and then, yeah. But um, that all happened yesterday, but like... Um, but, like, just, I mean, we we also, you know, uh, having the self-care things, you know, like, knowing, okay, meditating a little bit, this is going to make me feel better. I'm going to do it, even though it doesn't feel like I want to do it. Like, you know, for me, that's something. And I started a book. I started a new um, self, um, self-development book that, that I just felt like, you know, what, and that, that helped as well. And um, moving... took the walk with Hugo that helped as well you know and so just setting you having those systems in place those systems of um things that make us feel better are so important on the days that they're so important when we feel good to get set up as habits because on the days that we feel good they're easy to do and so then on the days when we don't feel good then we have the habits already there to go back to, to help us just move through um, and uh, work with while we're in the process of letting go. That really just felt like a bunch of word vomit to me, guys. And so hopefully, (laughs) there you go, you got a a bodily sound in here. I need like a soundboard, right? And just like make like burps and fart noises at things you say. Um, no, I I'm sitting in front of the computer here. We could change seats. I don't. I don't know. This seat's kind of. That's good right. I'm the host, and you're the producer. I'm yeah, exactly. That's our that's our kind of roles here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that is what we have going on. Um, yoga classes are um still building. You know, this process is still building. We've been down here a month. Oh, a month, a and, month some and some days. days. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe it's February 9th, actually. Like, really can't believe it. It's Almost nine. Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. What are you going to get me? Are we doing Valentine's Day stuff? No. Okay. <laughs> we don't usually. Oh, actually, Josh does. Josh, in the... Don't do this, please. I, okay. I'm just going to tell the story. I do not want any of this. It's, Josh uses Valentine's Day to get me the most ridiculous stereotypical Valentine's Day presents ever. Giant stuffed animals. That happens. Gold dip roses. That never happened. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. Huh. Well, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's been thought of. It's been thought Isn't of. Isn't that good enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've gotten chocolate-covered strawberries. Oh, those are good. <laughs> and then also... Um, Oh, remember a couple years ago, there was, like, big radio things for pajamagrams? Pajamagrams. That happened. doesn't like pajamagram. No, we sent those back because they were such They're such low quality. (laughs) They were terrible quality. It was like, how much did you pay for these? Yeah, no. Too much. We can go and buy a pair of pajamas for way better value. But, yeah, oh, let's see here. I can't remember what else. I feel like there's another one that it was just, like, they're usually the most stereotypical, like, that's what happens when you're on the road a lot, though, and you listen to the radio, <laughs> and you, like, get all those radio ads about, like, the strawberries and the giant stuffed animals and the pajama grams, and then, like, there's all these, like, discounts, and you're, like, in your truck, and you're working, and, like, 
maybe Valentine's Day has slightly slipped your mind, so you like you grab the phone and you call one of those places and you order that stuff and you really think you got her got her made. So you guys marketing works. It works. <laughs> but the I think the top the top one the most hilarious one was when the giant six foot um stuffed animal it was a puppy or like no it was a dog because if it's six foot it was, it was a dog huge yeah. like a giant plus you know what and you were gone you were that was when you were down here actually on a fishing vacation oh it was a good time for me on that valentine's <laughs> yeah. day yeah and uh and you were like oh are you gonna be at the shop it got delivered to work in this ginormous box and troy was around and <laughs> <laughs> and we opened it, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's a good thing it was a small office, and it wasn't in a super uptight office. The dogs office. liked it. The dog, Helios, loved that thing. Like, I always tell the pictures of Helios, like, Cuddled curled right up, up with it. it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, so, so it was, well, and it stuck around for a long time. Like, it was probably, Helios was a dog that, or, that always would um, tear stuffed animals off. Not that thing. And that thing got to be the dog bed for, like, at least six months, which actually got to be kind of annoying because you can imagine we couldn't. I felt like I couldn't get rid of this giant stuffed animal because the dog loved it so much. It was actually a gift for Helios, really, in the end. And then in the end, you finally got sick of it and started to tear it up. Yeah, well, it's it just away. so fun. Can you even imagine how fun it would be to There's tear so up? So much stuffing. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so Valentine's Day. I can't even believe that you. I hadn't even thought of that. I guess I'm the romantic one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah, you probably are the more romantic one. I am, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> dinners and gifts often get more thought from Josh than Katie. Oh, I don't know if dinners necessarily. Oh, special ones? Oh, special ones? I've took in all kinds of tons of them. I guess. All well, over the place, like, even. Yeah, all right. So, okay, Josh wins. He's the more romantic one. I guess I wouldn't, I've never thought of it before, which one of us is the more. Katie, mo- be happy with Subway and. I read you notes, though. card. Like oh yeah, those were really yeah, yeah, that was pretty romantic. Still, you yeah, sometimes notes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so see, that's yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're probably about equal and equal towards not being particularly romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think we own any candles. <laughs> no. Oh, and that is a phone call. <laughs> Hello, it's Josh. And we're back, everybody. Phone call's over to the FLW. <laughs> Just let me know I'm signed up for the Harris Chain as a co-angler for the pro tournament. I forgot to talk about that. That's going to be pretty exciting. I'll be on my, uh, be part of my first 100% pro tournament, um, and I'll be a co-angler in it. So it'll be kind of exciting. Hopefully I get paired up with someone real awesome and get to learn a lot, and hopefully I win it as a co-angler. That'd be pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm certainly going to try. Yeah, I, it would be pretty cool. I try to win everything. Try, yeah, you know, we're not out there to just try to beat him. No, try to win first place all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that is what's going on here. I can't think of anything else. Huh? I guess that's a wrap. Yeah. Another podcast in the books. Number 10. Number 10. Um, yeah, that's what we're going to say. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Bye. I got a friend, what's his name? Peter Pan. Pan. He's so brave he cut off Captain Hook's hand. To give the pirates his boarding chance, he only uses half a lance. The brave and wonderful boy, Peter Pan. Oh yeah, and did I mention he can fly? 
just one happy thought and he soars through the sky. But don't forget the pixie dust, Tinkerbell gives all she must. So come to Neverland with Peter Pan. Neverland with Peter, come to Neverland, come to Neverland with Peter Pan.